on the Mic, Episode 3. I'm Riley. And I'm Emily. We're so glad to have you join us again for another juicy episode. But before we dive in, I need everyone to like, follow, subscribe, join us on the Patreon, and you can find all our social medias in the description below. So give us a follow. So, Riley, we got some good tea today. We got some good stories. And I think we're picking up where we kind of left off from episode two, right? We left you hanging at episode two where we were left with this 90-day timeline to find a body rub license and the money to do it, to purchase it with, um, or else risk being completely shut down. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) So to pick up where that story left off, it was... A very long 90 days. It was not an easy find, that's for sure. So we were striking out for the first month, two months plus, really. Um, nobody in the market was looking to sell at that time. Um, as we had mentioned in the last episode, definitely none of the big players, definitely not the people involved in this foolery. And surprisingly, none of the small players really wanted to sell at that point either until we were about two weeks before our deadline, maybe two and a half weeks. And we finally found someone who was willing to sell. And luckily it worked out for everybody. It was a good time for her as well. But between that and then scrambling around, trying to find the money, which I'm sure you remember was not an easy fee, right? <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, it's it's literally asking people, you know, here's girls with a dollar and a dream. Invest in us. We'll pay you back. We promise. Yeah, it wasn't easy. Thank God we're cute, eh? (laughs) And we were much younger. We were much younger. We were definitely brazen. And to to say it bluntly, fearless. We had some big balls, that's for sure. We definitely do. It, It was this, like, contrast of how rebellious we are, how, like... We were not going to be stopped. So it was, come hell or high water, we're going to find a license. Meanwhile, from the knee down, shaking in our boots. (laughs) And thankfully, we found the money. So within our industry, we had a few contacts that we got along really well with. Um, There was a said gentleman, strip club owner, that we approached and we had known kind of from a, a social circle within the industry. And it was surprisingly a really easy conversation. You know, he knew the hustle. He understood the game. And he liked us, really. So... It was more so just, you know, negotiating terms, interest, which, God, we always got robbed back then. But anyways, you know, (laughs) interest for the loan, and it was a done deal. So not only did we find the license, but we had said investor. I remember it was one of the first people we thought of to go ask because there's there's an affluentness involved in our industry, right? And yet a big trust issue, clearly, with most of the people in the business. Um, But we had a great relationship with him. He had been supportive of our company um, from almost from its start. And that Mm -hmm. was through some networking events um, within the industry where we got to uh, to meet him and go to one of his clubs. And he set up a whole little news section, let us hang a banner. It was it was fabulous. So the trust was established and it was a good one to go to. Mm -hmm. So there we are. Finally, we've got our license. We've got the money. And all the paperwork gets filed. The tribunal hearing is set for, I think, a few weeks out from that point. So as long as we had that tribunal hearing set, we we were good in terms of the timeline. And I mean, let's add to to a tribunal hearing is 
really just a simple meeting. It's kind of court-like. You have representation, but it's just essentially agreeing to transfer ownership of said license from current owner to us, um, yeah. making sure it's zoned properly and we have kind of all our ducks in a row. So we weren't too stressed about it. You know, the stressful part was over. We had a seller and we had the money. So tribunal mm -hmm. should be a breeze, but this is us we're talking about. So nothing's a breeze and it, it of course didn't go as planned, but we'll get there. <laughs> Nothing ever does. <laughs> This is the tale of Emily and Riley. <laughs> it's just always a road, longer traveled. I, I definitely remember the sense of relief that you just mentioned. I remember us feeling kind of like, oh, exhaust, like we can exhale, let the lawyer do the lawyer stuff. Um, and all we really had to do, you had to go to the hearing. Uh, I stayed home. And those were the instructions for a whole other story for a whole different podcast. <laughs> But for good reason, I stayed home and you were scheduled to be at that hearing with him that day at the tribunal. And so we went out for one of our usual boss lunches. And Rye, where where did we go? Where did we choose? The Firkin. Stupid Firkin. Like, if we, we, we need a reason to really stop going there, this has to be it. I'm telling you, the curse of the Firkin is a real thing. It's real. It's real. It's haunted or something. So there we were kind of, again, relieved, excited, chatting about all kinds of business stuff going on, um, including the upcoming hearing. Is there anything we need to prepare? How are you feeling about going to it? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. And you know what I, I forgot to even mention to you, getting this license, there was a little element of celebration to this too, because even though our intention was to never be a body rub, we were forced into that change. Mm -hmm. Actually getting one is life-changing really it's a grandfathered license as we mentioned in previous episodes so this is valuable this is you know our retirement this is you know it really changes things so it was a really big accomplishment to not only be in the position to actually obtain it but what would the future hold for me is now being a body rub parlor that's such a great point like it really changed the game it it made it feel more long-term not that we didn't have long-term goals i mean our goal is to own this until god knows how old we will be in rocking chairs together <laughs> but in general it, it gave us longevity it gave us a little bit more of um solid ground to stand on from a legality standpoint um from a reputational standpoint from all kinds of the professionalism that is involved with okay this is a licensed establishment versus some little shenanigans you know, just like it would be if it was some underground casino versus a real casino. Like it, th yeah. this was the real thing for us. And you're right, retirement, it's an asset, it's a sellable asset. It's an increasing of value asset and so on. It was super exciting. And again, terrifying. Like all these things were so scary because yeah. we never had this plan to be a body rob. It was like, oh God, are we ready for this? Like suddenly we're going to be in with the big boys. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was becoming a very scary realm to enter given how the big boys were behaving with us <laughs> like do we really want to be part of this community we're, we're joining part of a club that we you know no hey. one wants us to be a part of <laughs> people that hate us and uh that are literally out to get us so it's not a collection of characters like some of them you know some of us crawled out from under a bridge and some of us legitimately should be there and some of them we could do without so yeah. <laughs> Here we are entering the mix of the 25, the 25 licenses. So while we were sitting there chit-chatting about all of this 
stuff and these changing dynamics and even little things, updating the website to, you know, remove all the stuff for the holistic license requirements and implement all the body rub stuff and just lots of little to do's before, before this happens. My phone beeps yet again. <laughs> yeah. And it's lender guy. And we are 24, 36 some odd hours until this tribunal hearing. It is one sentence, never got a response back. And all it says, sorry guys, I have to rescind my offer. Take care. Yep. <laughs> Long pause. <laughs> Just take a moment so, of silence. <laughs> money, is, money is yanked from us. We have zero funding. We're back to square one. And what's even worse is we had a good relationship with this gentleman and we later found out he was paid off by our competitors to revoke his deal. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, it was like three times interest we were planning to pay that he was. And I mean, you know what? He's a businessman at the end of the day. I don't agree with the decision, but um, he took their offer. So here mm -hmm. we are. No mm -hmm. money. Last minute. Their plan worked yet again to roadblock us, and we've got literally days to find this money. Yep. It was, I remember my heart just like dropping into my stomach, if not further, down to my feet. And we were literally felt like back at square one. We had to do this mad scramble, which there goes lunch. And again, us enjoying some Caesars and white wine. <laughs> we mean Caesars the drink, by the way, not the damn salad. <laughs> Just, just for reference, um, they make a great Caesar. And here we are, it's all mashed up. We can't, we can't even focus on eating. Like all of that's out the window. Who gives a, a crap about the wine at that point? And we're both on the phone. It's a matter of, of you know, contacting friends, contacting previous lenders, uh, anyone and everyone, because banks don't lend to businesses like ours, which again, we can get into the whole discrimination stuff in a whole other episode, but um Regardless of being a licensed small business, we legitimately pay our taxes, we have payroll, we have all the things. We just don't qualify for those kind of things. So it's private lenders and our private lender list was quality in terms of the, the list, but it certainly wasn't a long list to pull from, that's for sure. Well, luckily we did have a few nice gentlemen in our corner that stepped up to the plate and helped us out and we are eternally grateful um it was you know a quick transaction like we need money we need it today help and and they came through you know the stars aligned and and we we got it they did it's amazing to me because even people that do have money like that they don't necessarily have it by three o'clock you know what i yeah. mean so it, it was by the grace of whoever you believe in that it actually came came through the universe um, allowed we have lucky girl syndrome i'll say that not only are we smarter than people take us for but the stars always align even though initially there's always the foolery first but in the end it, it comes through um and i think that's a testament to our resilience and the fact that we're smarter than people think <laughs> right <laughs> i love it <laughs> so as we're scrambling and doing all this we're about to wrap up lunch we order the bill whatever whatever we're about to cash out and again my freaking phone goes off and this time it's an email and it says something along the lines don't quote me verbatim hello my name is so and so from the toronto sun newspaper 
I was contacted about your upcoming tribunal hearing. I don't recall if he said who he was contacted by. But anyways, that he will be. We, we clearly know that answer. <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> and that he will be at the hearing to document and, and I guess, report on whatever happens. And our entire lives flashed before our eyes because there is such a rule of anonymity, privacy. It is the first rule of Fight Club in this industry, whether you're a manager, whether you're, you know, a cocktail girl in a strip club, whether you're a worker, whether you're an owner. We all have an alias. We all have, you know, these privacy walls. Um, and next thing you know, the news is going to literally be there. It was terrifying. It was terrifying. It was a meeting I had to be at. There was no changing that. And at that point, my family was not aware of my business. And it was terrifying. I was like, the news is going to be at this hearing. Like, what the hell is happening? Why are they even interested? I mean, I feel like this is just standard business practice. But of course, you know, the the, st the story got sugarcoated by our competitors and made it juicy <laughs> and you got to go there because we were going to be roadblocked at every opportunity to not be granted this license so not only we did we have to deal with that but also the fact that the news will be there and they're going to be exposing us essentially yeah they're going to report it, it was it was shocking it was terrifying again immediately on the phone with our lawyer it was asking if we had a, a statement to make he obviously said, you know, tell them no comment. Like, we're not mm -hmm. going to make a bloody statement. And I guess we'll we'll leave that story of that that hearing <laughs> for another episode. But yeah, what a what a fateful day it was indeed. Well, the tribunal day was a it was a tough one, mm. but uh, you'll have to tune in next time to hear all about it. Oh, it's good. It's a good one. Again, my palms are sweating. <laughs> Love it. All right, everyone, let's wrap up episode three right there, right? What do you think? Sounds good to me. <laughs> Follow us, like, and share. Join us on the Patreon, and we will see everyone on the next episode. See ya.